Hello and welcome to the Black Dice Society. This is season two, episode 13, The Coldest End. Uh, as always, this is Ravenloft. It is a horror campaign. As such, you might see some content that you don't normally encounter uh, in many other games. Although I think we topped it in a game that I did yesterday because there were reanimated animal parts. I don't know that we've done that one yet, but uh, there's still time. There's still time. So, uh, as always, I'm aware of the cast line and veils. We have a safety system in place where they can notify me if something goes too far. So there might be a scene that suddenly stops midway through, um, and that's all right, because the most important thing is comfort. I say, as I expressly set out to inflict emotional trauma, but you can only do that effectively when everyone feels safe to be vulnerable, right? Uh, with that being said, before we dive into this completely, let us first meet you wonderful people. Tell us who you are and who you are playing. I'm actually going to do this uh, in reverse order, starting down here at the bottom with Becca. Oh, hello. I am Becca Scott, but here I am Tatiana, and I am low energy. I got, I got it. I got it. I got the COVID, everybody. I got it. Uh, so uh, I'm a little spacey. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us despite being sick. I didn't want to. I didn't want to just say that in case you were keeping it a secret. So of course, at any time, if you don't you feel know well, there are no secrets. It's true. But you know, if, if Becca has to step away because she's not feeling well, well, we'll all know why. But thank you for being here. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Uh, DJ. Oh hi, I'm DJ Knight. Uh, Realizing that the mic is like very quiet. There we go. Uh, hey. Hi, I'm DJ. I play Desmond, human ranger, lycanthrope. And it's a pleasure to be here with you. Our pronouns are he, him. You're awesome. Excellent, Sage. Hi, I'm Sage Ryan. I go by Not Sage or Pixel Circus everywhere on the internet. And tonight I am Valentine. Valentine is a reborn aberrant mind sorcerer, and we both use she, her pronouns. Uh, to keep everyone guessing, we're going to jump back to the front of the line here with Nora. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello. Uh, I am Nora Ibrahim. You can find me everywhere at Neurological. My pronouns are she, her, as is my character, Nahara, who is a reborn fallen Azamar undead bardlock, uh, here for all your spooky Taropa deck foreshadowing and a perfectly polite um, English lady. Actually, True. English is not correct because we don't have that in these lands. But there's not in England. But if there were, but she the would accents be that. there, <laughs> right? Yeah, still, it's practically perfect in every way. In every way. You know, she's had a lot of tries at it. That's why. You know I mean? mm -hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Tanya? I'm sure she was Mary Poppins no. at one point. <laughs> Probably, but like uh, we'll see. Now, at some point, I've got to fit in Ravenloft Mary Poppins now. Ravenloft, not just Time Lord, but Dr Ra Mary Poppins, Dark Lord. You know where to find me. <laughs> Tanya. Now I want Mary Poppins, Dark Lord. I don't know what else to say. It's true. Um, we don't make the rules. We've willed it into being. Full of sugar makes I I go down. Go down. <laughs> In the most delightful way. Okay. Whenever right. we're not being goofy, I play Fen. You're. Uh, blood hunter on occasion warlock but who knows now because well strahd is no more uh pronouns are she her and i don't know what's gonna happen this week because my chickens are coming home to roost you know it's uh it's uh, once again well 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 if it isn't the consequences of my own actions right yep uh and last but certainly not least mark 
Hello, I'm Mark Meir. I use he, him pronouns, as did my character, Brother Uriah Macabre, cleric of the grave and worshiper of Ezra, Lady of the Mists. I use the past tense because, sadly, Brother Uriah fell in combat with Strahd von Zarovich. So tonight, I'm playing the archmage, Firan Zalhonen, Uriah's uncle. Excellent. Uh, as always, thank you to our sponsors. Uh, thank you to, and I just started saying it, and I realize I don't know if I got our Idol Champions code or not, honestly, because time is an illusion. Um, so if we didn't get it, we will get one. I apologize, but maybe I already did it. We're going to see if Past Dave came through for me or not. But as always, thank you to uh, Die Hard Dice. We can still get our custom Dark Lords dice here, which, uh, oh, I got to turn on our thing, because now you can see it. Our super cool... Oh, and then I got to hide it up, oh, pull up there. You can see it now. Hey, oh, not now. Look at this. I'm doing this all in real time, y'all. Our Dark Lord's Dice that you can get from uh, dieharddice.com. Of course, they come apart. You can reconnect them with each other. They are super cool. You can also use code BDS to get 10% off any other of your great purchases at dieharddice.com. Uh, Warriors of Waterdeep. We have a code coming up in chat. And of course, uh, you can keep an eye out in the game that you might see some uh, some familiar faces there on billboards and such. Uh, T Public Store is live. Uh, hats, masks, cups, mugs, totes, pillows, anything you can think of. Shirts that you can rock your love for Black Dice Society or these individual characters is available in our T Public Store. Secret Lab chairs, as you well know, it's like riding around on the couch. Highly recommended. Uh, if you want one, you can use our affiliate link because we always appreciate you. Um, Idle Champions, again, I will try and fix that if it's not already. And if not, uh, we'll come up with something. Uh, and last but certainly not least, we have our art that if you type in exclaim BDS art, you can get your museum quality print of our wonderful art from Adam Schubert. A pr percentage of each sale goes to world builders helping end world hunger. And of course, we have a Patreon where you can join us at patreon.com forward slash the Black Dice Society uh, for exclusive access to behind the scene content, our after show, our podcast, and all kinds of other delightful, surprising things. Uh, and with all of that being said, let me double check. Oh, and just one last thing. Last week, we were beset by the tech gods. We were all ready. We were in position. Everything was set up. And then the internet was like, what if you didn't? Uh, so, but it should be all good this week. So sorry about that. Uh, but now on with our show. When last we met, you all were still in Barovia, in the aftermath of the cataclysmic and costly battle with Strahd von Zarovich, in which the Count 
was defeated, hopefully permanently, but in the process of, with his literal dying breath, he reached out and struck down Brother Uriah Macabre. And as dawn broke over a free Barovia, Arena, Iskar, and the various people of the village of Barovia gathered to say a few words about Brother Uriah Macabre. And one by one, each of his friends stepped forward to say their piece about him as well. And one thing you all knew is you'd been told by the Raven Queen, if you called out to her, she would intervene. But there were some things that even she could not do in these lands. And as you all had reached out and begged her to restore Brother Uriah, instead of any overt supernatural intervention, instead of reaching out and putting the life back into him with her own hand, a map appeared on his chest, drawn in his own blood. And after this memorial, you found as you all began moving, the map began changing. It's clearly directing you somewhere. It led you out of Barovia, now with no miss to blockade it because it has no Dark Lord, into an unusual wood. And after some time, you came upon a familiar tree the lair of the archmage Ferran Zalhonen. After some uncomfortable exchanges, up to and including confronting him about having been the one that sent to kill, sent the caller to kill a young Uriah in the first place, Zalhonen not only made good on his previous agreements and delivered you all the boons or artifacts or mystical implements you had requested from him in exchange for your help originally, he also offered to help you restore Brother Uriah through the use of the apparatus. The apparatus is a machine usually found in Lamortia that you all are at least loosely familiar with. When you had your vision of Valentine's resurrection some time ago, the almighty Godbrain in Blutzburr had constructed some cruel approximation of the device. But one thing everyone knows is the apparatus, by all intents and purposes, has the ability to both give and take away life and death. Despite Valentine's protests, it may be, Uriah's better off where he is, and even worse, perhaps what you receive back will not be the man you lost. You all decided to set upon the course of action of resurrection. Ferran Salhonen is either unable or at least unwilling to leave his own sanctum himself, so he manifested an extension of himself, a simulacrum, as it were, in which he imbued a fraction of his power to go forth and travel with you. As a different door opened out of his sanctum, leading to the icy, frigid, hellish lands of Lamortia, as you stepped out of the tree, you were all confronted with a familiar sight, the carnival. You all have been gone so long and been through so much in your trek through Barovia, somewhere along the way, it had eluded all of your minds that the last time you saw the carnival, it was parked in Lamordia, 
and apparently still is. Now, as you all stand in this frigid wilderness, the snow just deep enough to get your socks wet and chill your skin, the wind blowing always somehow just right down the nape of your neck and around you the trees are filled with odd creatures squirrels with large visible stitches across them birds with mismatched wings odd monkeys that chitter and stare at you from discolored eyes you all stand on a hill overlooking the carnival you hear no music, you see no smoke, you hear no games. It is clearly snowy and frigid and quiet. What would you all like to do? Well, this is somewhat unexpected. Why are the animals all stitched up? This isn't normal at all. Ah, I see you're not terribly familiar with Lamordia. No. Well, I won't say it's natural, but it is mm, usual for these parts. Okay. Are these animals undead? Mm. Or along the line of um, constructs. You're familiar with uh, the flesh golem? Mm? Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh. An inordinate number of such creations find their origin in Lamordia. <sighs> what isn't usual is the presence of, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but is that not the carnival? It is. I see. Interesting. Is it not an operation? This Some... isn't normal. I actually look to Desmond and, and grab his arm and... I'm afraid something has happened. With this old not having the pen, was yeah. anyone interested in taking any sort of liberties with the carnival? I don't know, but I just have a terrible feeling about all of this. Question. Who has... Um our dearly departed uh, Uriah. How are you all transporting him? He was in the carriage outside the tree door. Ah, hmm. uh, did no one remember? <laughs> oh, well, I mean, we can retrieve him easily enough. Right, you, I'll just I, run right back. Can I use the same door? You all did bring his body in to present to Ferran, and the people of Barovia did at least present as nice of a casket as they could. So he's by no means just in a duffel bag. Um, Easy to carry if he was. Look, I can hold one end, but it's the sort of thing, if I carry the whole casket... Um, 
I might if, drop it, and that would be very bad. If you'll allow me, uh, I think, yes, Tensor's floating disc is exactly tailor-made for this sort of situation. You reach out a hand in easily, a shimmering uh, amberish disc appears under the coffin and it levitates just slightly off the ground again the the wood is uh by no means anything ostentatious in some ways it is very befitting brother uriah's nature in that it is very sturdy and very well made uh, it is by no means just salvaged from bits and pieces of things and yet uh, it is by no means gaudy or ostentatious and when you look inside, because of the calm repose spell that he is under, he just looks like he's sleeping. His skin is still soft to the touch. There's even a certain amount of suppleness in his body. But his chest is not moving, and he is dead. He looks so happy and unafraid like this. Is that, uh, is that good berry juice all over his face? That might be my fault. Ah. We were all trying our best. Well, in any case, uh, allow me to alleviate you of the burden of my nephew's corpse. Uh, I shall bear him. The question is, I do know um, there is, shall we say, unfinished business at the carnival. And that includes me, since I have agreed to aid you. Yes. All of you give me perception checks. Perception. Advantage in. Mm -hmm. Nat 20. Mm. Uh, that, perfect. Both Finn and Desmond, it is almost okay. like perfect. Well, most of you notice this, but with two Nat 20s, you definitely sort of take all of this in. There are still people in the carnival, uh, but they seem hunkered down. You can, you are aware of a one or two people that are out actively walking around, but from this distance, you know, they're very small against the snow. You're also aware of the fact that there is somebody very nearby watching you. Uh, I would like to sense if it is a familiar watching that I recognize. Uh, give me insight, and you can give it with advantage, because this is Valentine's thing. That is 21 again. It's definitely someone you've met before. Okay, but not like, for instance, um, the kind of creatures that follow us, previously followed us very regularly. Oh, no, no, you, you yeah. don't feel like it is your guardians. Yeah. Okay, understood. Well, I'm not surprised, given where we are, but somebody's watching us. Sure. Do we talk to them or just pretend we don't know this? Suppose they have to show themselves first. We should probably go down and face the music. Then you're most familiar with the carnival of all of us. Is this something they're used to doing, traveling through here? This is, even with traveling through, we normally don't stay in places this long because we've been gone a while. Hmm. And the carnival always operates. 
and here it doesn't. Apparently right, well. not. You I all. We could go in. Oh, oh no! Sorry, please. Continue. That's all. You all hear a very loud twig snap, as someone has gotten a natural one on their stealth check. So it's like Psh, crunch. Uh, crunch, crunch. <laughs> I turn around with a mind sliver. Uh, I turn you, around with You my actively sword attack, out. or you're more prepared to do it? Oh no, I attack. <laughs> We're having uh, a very difficult week. Now is not the time to sneak up on us. What's the save on your mind sliver? An int save of 15. You, Valentine, you reach out and you feel a mind that you impose your will upon and you feel it holds solid against you but you do hear wait 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 it's are are you specters ghosts here to torment me do i recognize the voice you've heard it a very long time ago but tatiana you recognize it immediately that is carador no! The tiefling that you engaged in an entanglement with what seems like a lifetime ago. Practically was probably months, maybe, but, uh, you know, sun up, sundown. It's, you all have been many places and done many things since then. It feels like years. I know that voice. Maybe I should handle this. Cardor, what are you doing here? You all see from behind a tree, which again, you all knew exactly where he was. Even Nahara and Faran are all like, oh, there's a guy right over there. He very slowly peeks his head out from behind the tree. Now, recall, uh, Faran was originally here with the Litwick Market, the Fae that would follow the carnival, that over time you all found was actually part of a curse Zabildna had put on the place. After Zabildna's death, the Litwick market disappeared. Even as you are seeing the carnival now, it's not there, but he's here. He leans his head out and he is still attractive, but he's very dirty and he's very gaunt. Like, it's clear things have not been well. His clothes are tattered, and he's got some very heavy, ill-fitting clothes on. And there's thick rings under his eyes. Like, he clearly has not been sleeping. Tatiana? It is you! It is you! And he just comes, like, running out from behind the tree. Uh, you don't look so good. Oh, and you see he casts prestidigitation and his filthy robes do clean and sparkle a bit better and his hair lifts and lays down properly. It does not completely rejuvenate him, but he does look more like the man you remember. Why did you think we were here to haunt you? This place is cursed. Yes, of course it is. Hey. Yes, of course it is. No, but I mean more than it used to be. What does that mean? It's just, I, I don't know what happened some time ago. It's this, this place, I don't know how, it's weeks. It's just everything stopped. The guests stopped, the games stopped, the warmth stopped. Isolde became terrible. 
and all of my kind fled back to the Feywild, but I stuck around in the hopes that maybe one day, you know, and he reaches out and very slowly tries to take one of your, your hand, Tatiana. I offer it. One yeah. day you would hold someone's hand. Um, among uh, other things, yes. Uh, I, I knew I could have returned to the Feywild, but I've never met anyone like you anywhere else. I just thought it would be good to gaze upon on, you again on, before I left. I'm missing, I'm missing something. You were waiting for me? I told you we were casual. Are you serious? Don't embarrass yeah, me in front of my I, I mean, like, whatever. I just, I, I didn't, I didn't, I just, you know, I didn't get a ride back to the Feywild yet. Whatever. I just was in the trees. I'm a creature of the forest. Like, you know, it's, I mean, I, I didn't have, like, feelings or anything. Okay, good. Because, yeah, like, like, that's I mean, not like cool. whatever. Yeah, no, that's kind of had that we talked about that. No, that's, that's, that's not at all what this is. I would hope not. Like, it wasn't that... Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I met no. other people. There was this woman... Obviously. She yeah. ended up being, like, a evil nature giant and evil we had to fight her and kill her. Anyway. <clears throat> uh, you can well, go... Well, Sorry, I, mean, I didn't mean to make it awkward for you. Well, but, I mean, now you're here, though. So, like, if I leave now, isn't that I more weird? I smack slightly I... in the back yeah. of the head. Yeah. Oh. Stop it. You're embarrassing yourself. Duly noted. Look, what we had, it was cool, okay? But, like, let's leave it at that. Yeah, you, you know, you can't go home again or whatever. Great. I mean, we didn't even, like, have a go out to dinner. Well, but I, I just thought maybe, like, we could, you know what I mean? Like, we, we could, like, actually talk or whatever. Can you know, we I mean, do like, this like, whatever. in the carnival? Also, oh. why can't you go home again? Oh, I can. I just didn't want to. I mean, yeah, so, I didn't want to. Yeah, so, I was like, you know, like I had other stuff I was doing in the woods here waiting. What sort of things? You don't look like, I um, apologize for being so forward, but you don't look like you're in the best of circumstances. <sighs> I mean, you know, I'm I'm not just a pretty face. Like, I mean, I, I'm rugged, and he, like, points at Desmond. He's like, I can, like, survive in the wild or whatever, if that's what you're into. Like, you know. Sure about that? I made it this far. I mean, um, don't get me wrong. If you could find a way to, to get the kebabs going again, like, I mean, I would love a hot meal. All I've been eating is rabbits that have squirrel legs. Why do the rabbits here have squirrel legs, by the way? We are not very good question. Didn't know that they were edible. Also, Uriah, hey, look at you with the glow up, man. Like, I mean, I, I like the hair and everything. Like, last time you were kind of like, stop it. Like, no, I mean, like, look at him. Like, he looks I, I pull my sword. Okay. I pull my sword on him. I think he should stop talking right That's now. It's not Uriah. You're making it worse. Look. Now that I'm thinking about what we could be, I am thinking about it, but like you just need to put your foot in your mouth for now. You already have. You see his tail unfolds from under his cloak, and he does just like very gently bite the tip of it. Just. Mm hmm. Well, this has been a horrific entrance. Let's go to the carnival. I linger um, for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Something yes, about. Something our friend uh, just mentioned about um, 
Isolde becoming terrible? Um, yeah, about that. Probably because I took Depenth. Yes. Well. Valentine and Finn. <sighs> and even yes. for Ron, you three give me insight checks because you might have a particular insight into something that is happening that I don't know Desmond, Tatiana, or Nahara would necessarily have. As uh, a nat 20 for a total of 25. Hey. 17. Uh, that is a 19 for a total of 27. Ooh. Valentine. You've pretty much put together by now that Nepenthe is the actual power. You know, yes. like, sold is a part of it, but Nepenthe is the power. But you're back now. Nepenthe's not saying anything. And Nepenthe's not doing anything. You heard when the caller was defeated, when the Raven Queen intervened, she said this would get Finn what she wanted, but it would bring no peace. And you also saw how the sword reacted after the caller was killed. Has it like reacted in any way since? Has it been active at all since? It's not vibrating, it's not shaking. It came to life during the fight with Von Zarevich. Mm -hmm. uh, but now that you're theoretically in its domain, it should be doing something, but it's inert. Actually, with a natural 20, Valentine, it's not inert. You know it hears everything. It knows exactly what's going on. But it is not talking or shaking or glowing or any of that, the, the histrionics it usually engages in. I sent a telepathic message with Fen. Sure. It is a little strange that Nepenthe isn't um, screaming, right? Yes, I figured she'd start talking the closer we got to the carnival. I don't trust those that are quiet. Nor do I, but I we killed the caller mm -hmm. and Vron is promised to free her, free assault. Um, I've promised to do my utmost to assist you. You can't hear us. That's true. Oh, you sorry, can't hear. Yes. That's, that's, that's sorry, a mental yeah, conversation. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, and if Ron can't save his souls, then my life is probably forfeit the minute she sees me for taking it. Right. Okay. Should we have some kind of plan in place to try and help you not die? Oh, I'm going to use my dread form and run away. The plan is to run. Excellent. Okay. Uh, I will. My make... plan. You didn't do anything to assault. I'm the one in danger. Uh, guilt by association. I can't imagine that assault will be a fan. True, but she won't be trying to take your head off. I wouldn't be so certain. People have tried to take my head off for less. In the Valentine, still stacking with that 20, you very much remember she was absolutely about to kill Uriah. Just like, oh, you knew this dude? <laughs> Got it. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so, right. Right. Um, okay, well, maybe we should set the sword down and run away from the sword. I'm just going to talk to Ferran and see what his plan is and go from there. 
while you all are having this mental exchange, you all hear, Join the carnival here! Step right up! See the amazing soulless man! Step right up! Still in Add operation. Adding into that natural 20 that Desmond and Finn had before, one of the figures you see moving around is Tyndall the Barker. You met him the first time you came to the carnival, and on many of your trips, he was a fixture walking around as a carnival barker. Uh, but he's out kind of by himself, just walking. Because recall, the carnival is a series of tents, of course, and then there is a fairly large open expanse where Isolde's tent is off off kind of by itself. So people would gather there in different, you know, games and things out there. And he's just kind of out in the field, not near the front gates. Because remember, there was a specific way you came in. It was over by the Litwick Market. He's actually at the other side of the carnival. See the carnival here, amazing soulless man. Doesn't, doesn't cast a reflection. He, buy your tickets. Just wandering around down there. Is he looking up like that as he talks? Yes, but I mean he's carnival barking. You know what I mean? Like he okay. just like like as loud as he can be, basically. Yep. I'll just approach him. As you all make your way down and sort of cross the threshold of the tent line, you all see around you a thick wall of mist starts to form and you don't hear the music that you heard in the mist around the carnival last time, but you do see the dancing lights just floating in silence all around you. Definitely having shut off access to Ferran's tree. Huh? Carnival! Carnival here! Step right up! It's either amazing ulti the way of hair! It's quick talking rabbit! It's, uh, Amelia the Vampire! Aramos the half-giant, strongest man the gods ever made. Step right, step right, step right up. And as you all come down, he just turns and he like looks at you and he's like, Oh, visitors to the carnival, you have to buy a ticket and step up the... See the amazing soulless man. Have you had any visitors? Oh, I mean, the carnival is a mar marvel. Far and wide, it's, we, we travel from land to land. It's, uh, we, we might have hit a bit of a dry spell here in Lamoria. I think it might be good to... Don't tell anybody, but it might be good to pick up stakes and head to greener pastures. It's, I think we might have stayed out our welcome here, but, uh, I mean, but, but, yeah, but there's a great, great show, great show, great show, great show for you, all of you. Finn, you've known this man for years. Right, but, that's why yeah. I was about mm -hmm. to ask. Mm-hmm. You know me, I'm no visitor. He steps closer to you and he's like, you, you, you bear a very striking resemblance to a, to a friend we once had here, but she's dead. I, I, I don't, I don't mean to make you feel like you're unwelcome here, but I, I feel like if uh, if if our boss lady were to lay eyes on you, it might actually trouble her. I, the carnival's for everyone, but you might want to not come here, or um, you have the glasses, or perhaps a scarf, or something. It's uncanny how much you look like Finn. 
I am Fen. I'm not dead. Why would you think she's dead? And how do you think she died? You see, he kind of looks at all of you for a moment and he's like, yeah, all I have faces that I recall. There was a group of strangers. Some of them were outlanders and some of them were from the mist like me that used to visit on occasion. How long ago? Oh, it's been some years now. Some years, young lady. How many years? Oh, at least five. F- uh, my good fellow, um, mm. my nephew had a ward here. Oh. A young young girl by the name of Hildy. Ah, yeah. Yeah, 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 Hildy, Hildy, yeah. Not so young anymore, you know, you know. Yeah. One assumes five years older. Might we speak with her? Oh, well, yeah, I suppose so. You know, I don't think she's going to be out ranging this hour. You know, she goes hunting for food for us every day. She's a quite the impressive young lady. And he goes walking towards the tents, and he... Again, adding into that 20 that you had before, both Desmond and Finn, you're aware most of these tents are occupied, but the people aren't coming out. Like, whatever they're hearing or things, they're not coming out to investigate or any such thing. And he leads them towards the tent that you all usually stayed in, the one uh, that they'd arranged for you all. Uh, Hildy, got some company, yeah, yeah. Go away, I'm tired. Oh, but Hildy. Wait. You all hear a shuffling, and she pushes the curtain aside, and it's her. The girl you knew is now a young woman. She is tall. She is also very lean, but she doesn't look gaunt and sickly like the others, but it she almost looks more like how she looked in Falcovnia, like she's getting just enough to eat to live. You can see her clothes are a mixture of all of you. She wears leathers like Desmond, but she has a necklace that is like a mix of what both Valentine and Nahara wear and alternating jewels. She has black lipstick on like Finn, and has dyed her hair white like Tatiana and has a symbol of the Raven Queen or of the Ezra rather, right over her heart. And she's, and she runs past all of you and hugs Faran. Oh, you're back. All of you, you came back. Oh, you just, you're Raya and, oh, and Nahara. And she runs and hugs it like one, she runs to each one of you, even you, Valentine. You see, she stops for just a second and still just grabs you anyway. She's like, Valentine, I know, I'm sorry, you don't like sucks, but I I didn't think I'd ever see you again. How would you? (sighs) I'm very sorry that you thought we wouldn't come back for you. I I just thought that you'd met your end somewhere out in the mist and I would avenge you one day, but I didn't ever feel abandoned. Why do you you think we died, Hildy? 
Why didn't you come back? Also, Uriah, I love your hair. <laughs> this is this so beautiful? I'm I'm terribly sorry, Ed, Hildy. Is it? Yes, I I've certainly heard tale of you, but. In Important point of clarification. I don't mean to interrupt, Ferran, but we've established you all are carrying a casket. I presumably Desmond is helping Tatiana. Oh no, it's on a tensor's floating disc. Tensor's floating disc. Tensor's floating disc. Grab Groovy. Sorry. Please continue, Ferran. She's very much like, ah, oh, Uriah. I, like I don't this. think you should be the one to tell her. Yes. Tell, tell me yes, what. Perhaps, perhaps you're right. Um, Hildy, first of all, your hair looks really nice. Uh. Tatiana, I can do so many pull-ups now. You know, it's you should see how it is. Oh, like, a, a, I, exactly. I'd like do the pull-ups because it was the one thing I could beat Ermos in. He's so strong, but he's like he's so big. He's not good at the pull-ups. Hildy, we have something we have to tell you. What? This isn't Uriah. It is his uncle. Uriah is in there. I point to the casket. I am so very sorry, Hildy. I know how much you meant to him. And in a way that's only going to complicate this more, he didn't leave for five years. We only left here what we thought was a few months ago. We're not quite sure how this difference is occurring. I just and want you to is... know that he would have come back sooner. Yes. No, that's, that can't be Uriah in the casket because you all wouldn't let anything happen to him. You know, Finn, Finn saved him all the time. And Nahara, I know you wouldn't let anybody ever harm him. You guys are playing the prank on me. You think it's no, all Hildy's. No, I tried. Just... We all tried. And we're still trying. Which is why he's with us right now. We have not given up on him, but couldn't couldn't lie to you, Hildy. Hildy, you better than most know that is not always the end. You all notice a number of emotions flash across her face. But it's never really sadness. She doesn't cry. It's a very familiar look you saw in the eyes of most of the people of Falkovnia who've seen countless deaths. And she just sort of sets her jaw a little. It's like... Did... Did he die bravely? Did he die fighting? Yes. He did. In the... Against a terrible foe. And you see, she does kind of put her hand on the symbol of Ezra. She's like, Alden, Ezra be praised, I suppose. He saved many others in his sacrifice. And we have not given up, which is partly why we're here. <laughs> well... While you were gone, I, I helped keep an eye on things here, you know. It is not quite just a fun time that it used to be with all the games and things, but I, I helped make sure everyone would have enough to eat and that everyone would be safe. I take care of Eremos. He's older now. What happened when we left, Hildy? 
Maybe we should go inside the tent, huh? When you push aside the tent, you see every single thing you all left in the carnival is here. Desmond's now empty, alcohol jugs, all the toys you gave her are lined up in a row, a little boneless zombie, a headless horseman, a strange cat-like creature, all lined along the way, a little crown from where she was queen of the carnival, a very <laughs> crudely made pull-up rack of essentially three logs that have been nailed together, uh, and the bedding that they left for you all have kind of like been stacked up to make like one decent bed. And there's hand-drawn pictures of each of you that have gotten increasingly better over time. They start off almost stick figures and very crude. And you notice, even though they start getting better artistically, they look less and less like you as it's been longer since she's seen you. <laughs> ah, ah, that's all. Um, uh, Shuldergung, I, I, I use your things here. You know, we can pull out the bed so you have a place for you to sleep again. You know, that that's okay. Also, Desmond, I apologize. I drank the rest of your the alcoholic. It's very cold here. Um, and, uh, I understand. You want some more? And then Desmond just kind of reaches for the flash that he keeps on him. She is a child. She's not a child. She never that's has done anymore. She's not a child. Not hunting to feed everyone here, having already drank the alcohol that we left behind in the first place. And it is cold. He just hands it to Hildy. And she, she takes it. And you see, she does just take a swig of it. And you know it's strong stuff, and she doesn't hesitate. It's like, mm, ha ha, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Take another one. And she does hit it. And she's like, Ah, I've missed you all so much. <laughs> um, it is very nice to meet you at long last, Hildy. I am Uriah's uncle, Ferran Zalholin. You see, she comes towards you like she's going to extend her hand, and she just stops and grabs and hugs you, too. Oh. She's like, that's, that's, if you were his family, that makes you my family, too. Yes, welcome, Uncle Ferran. Hello. I will, you see, she goes over to her last Uriah picture and she looks at it and she like pulls out a charcoal pencil and starts lengthening the hair. And she's like, I will make this a Ferran picture now. I will do another Uriah picture when I see him again. Goldie. <laughs> yeah. What about his salt? I must be very careful because we are not supposed to speak of these things, you know. It's after you all left, she was very sad for a time. She would not come out of her tent and Eremos ran everything around here and kept the carnival going and it was good, especially without with the Litwick market gone. It's we were able to relax a little bit longer and then it just got colder. And the people, they stopped coming. And 
he sold, she changed. I mean, she always was dead. She's always the strong woman, but that's okay. I like the Falcovni. I grew up with a strong woman. You just, you must keep the law in the order. That's a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. But, but it was a bit, it was a bit much. She, she became, it's just the smallest thing, you know. She would just become enraged. It's, Eremos said you were the only thing that ever kept her calm. So I suppose when she thought she lost you, she told us, she told us you were dead. She told us you were dead. And we just assumed if you were dead and we hadn't seen the others that, you know, it's, this is, we know the world we live in. What happens in the mists? The stories of Barovia. But I don't know why we haven't moved. I don't know why we still sit here in the ice and the snow. And now Isolde, she just stays in her tent. I sometimes I go and I I leave I leave a kill for her to make sure she's eating something, you know. And I see her pacing sometimes at night, but uh, she doesn't know that I see her. This is my fault. No. No, I actually I think everything is going to be good now because you're back. So she's going to see you. She'll be happy. Like I'm happy. You know, you might want to lead with it. This is not Uriah. That's a very confusing thing, you know. But besides that, it's just going to be okay now. Like, and then it will be fun again, and we will have the games, and we will have the guests, and everything will be back, and it'll be like it was before. Right? I'm not sure about that, but I'm I just wanted to say that I'm very sorry for the hardships that you'd faced. If, if not for you all, I probably would have either been a zombie or on a stake somewhere by now. So I think every day is a blessing. And I got to have cake <laughs> and I got to play games. There are no games in Falkovnia. In Nahara, when she says there's no games in Falkovnia, you have a split-second glimpse of that green, thorny version of you standing there looking out at a city full of people, all with their white eyes standing in silence. I am very glad that you've chosen to stay here, but I... I can't imagine what you have gone through. You're well, very resilient. Now that we're back, you're right, Hildy. Things can be happy again. We will, we will fix things. That's what we do. And Hildy, you, you were strong, and you were brave, and you kept people safe and fed. We're proud of you. You, you know that. You see she like swells in front of you and gets the biggest smile. And she goes, I learned it from you all. That's right. We <laughs> protect people. Important point of clarification, Tatiana. Would you have brought Carador along with you or would you left him out on the outskirts? <laughs> oh, yeah. We, when we entered the tent, <laughs> I, I was imagining he's kind of like lingering right behind us. And Perfect. I gave him a, like, wait here. So I think he's just outside the tent. Got it. You all hear 
Hey, if I think you go on shoe, you're not welcome here no more. Rumbling from outside. I step outside the tent. Hermes? Uh, you know, I, I just, I, I was here with, Tatiana. Oh, Tatiana, not here anymore, boy. It's a chicken. You see very slowly, he is still mountainous, but his long dreads are gray. His beard is white. He still has that giant maul, but now he leans on it more like a walking stick. Like... Even though five years are past, he visibly looks even older than that. Ah, uh, am I playing tricks on an old man here? I saw a young blue woman like you once, pretty ting. I never thought I'd see her like again. I didn't. Hermos, it's me. Remember? Uh, and I, I put out my arm to arm wrestle him. I, well, I apologize, you think I'm an old fool here. That's right. The only person ever beat me in a fair match was Tatiana. I apologize in advance if I hurt your arm here. Uh, give me an athletics check. Um. Okay. <laughs> no, I rolled it too, so it's an eight. Tatiana, you start moving his arm over, and he goes, oh, oh, no, oh, 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 boom, and he's like, I still got it, I do almost the Avgine. <laughs> I wrap him in a bear hug. You oh. win. You win, friend. <laughs> it, do any of the rest of you come out of the tent? Yeah, Absolutely. I do. Yeah. Just to make sure things are okay. As you come, he does look at you all one by one, and he's like, Ildi, was that swamp grog we was brewing up that you fed to me last night? Got me seeing things. And she's like, no, it's, uh, it's really a step. My, my Hildy's sliding around now. <laughs> like, it's like, it's them. It's them. It's not Uriah. That's not Uriah. It looks like Uriah. That's not Uriah. That's very confusing. But the rest of them, it really is them. And he goes, Fed. That's you, girl. Yes, what happened to you? I was fortunate enough to get old. We've only I mean, been we've only been gone a few months. I mean, all of you still look the same as the day you departed. I mean, I know black don't crack right. We got that going for us. And them two was dead to begin with. But Tatiana, she looks like she's just the same, like you stepped out to my dreams. Hermos, it's because we... Uh... It's only been two months. Three months, maybe. It has not been long for us. He sort of looks around and he's like, and he looks over at Hildy and he says something to Hildy. Do any of you speak giant? Sure don't. 
It's a, but it's I can a, learn any language. It's a corner case. No. Why comprehend languages? Uh, I specifically took. Yeah, I have comprehend languages and I have the observant feet. So if he's trying to hide it, I can also learn it. <laughs> you be quick on the draw here, uh, Valentine. Did, did you understand what he's saying? To the rest of you, you never saw him do this, at least not with her before. He very much like, you understand they're talking to each other, but you don't know what they're saying. Valentine, you understand he's saying, if this really is dim, we got to get him out to here. You know what she'll do. Love it. I mean, if she's if she sees that that Finn is back and that everything is okay, I think that will, she'll be happy, won't she? Of course she would. Why wouldn't she be happy? No, child. Happiness is not what she's going to feel. Uh, you I'll hear pop this, in to mm -hmm. his head, um, mm -hmm. and I'll just say, if you know what she's going to do to us, then maybe you could let me know because I don't. Ah. Uh, Valentine, I forgot you got the tricky thing with the head. I um, do, and I don't believe that you want us to die. No, Valentine, the last thing I want is to have you restored to us and then meet your end. He sold. The assault you knew. The assault we knew. She's not that no more. Do you know what changed her? Grief, rage, betrayal. She, she believed that Finn stole the nepent from she and ran off into the mist, trapping us all here. Mm -hmm. It said something about she left like a note or something. She tried to keep it from me, but you know, I smarter than it seems, you know. I caught a glimpse of it, but she didn't believe it was real. And if we could get Nepenthe back for her from whoever took it, do you think that would restore both her faith in us and also maybe this place? Valentine, I need you to know I love you so like I birthed her. But mercy ain't she strong suit. Noted. <laughs> and he starts saying out loud again. He kneels down very slowly to get eye level with you, Finn. And he's like, I know you say you've only been gone a little amount of time. But he looks past you and sees Nepenthe. He's very familiar with this sword. What possessed you to steal that blade? And why on earth would you come back? Maybe we should have this conversation back in the tent before we get uh, beheaded. Seems a good idea. You see Hildy is pulling it aside. It's like, <clears throat> in Ermos kind of ducks down and sort of crams himself in and sort of like sits down. And you see, all of you can see it's difficult for him. It's, you haven't seen a lot of elderly people in the mist. Just the reality of this place is it doesn't really help old age um but he's moving slow um all of you give me either nature or insight 
Ooh, insight for me. Yeah. Whichever's higher. That is a 24. 24. Mm. 22. 22. I'm well, going to. 27. Well, 27. 19. Yes, man. I was saying I was going to do. You said nature? Yeah, nature or insight, whichever's higher. Well, I get an advantage on nature, and Perfect. I should have just not rolled anything. <laughs> a lot's happening, Finn. Yeah, <laughs> Finn got an eight. She's a little freaked out. That was a 27 from, from Ron. What was that from Nahara, by the no, way? No, 27, 27 from, from Nahara. 24, 24. 24. And what was Valentine? Uh, uh, 19. 19. Nahara. You have your own mystical connection and your own unique relationship with both magic and death. If you had to wager a guess, yeah, Ermos is a half giant, but if anything, that should make me, he lives longer, not shorter. If you had to guess, whatever is happening to the carnival, whatever is essentially killing the carnival is killing him too. That's why five years have passed and Hildy has grown up, but I mean, she was relatively new here. She look, just looks like five years have passed, but he looks probably like 25 have passed. Yes, it does look like whatever, is, whatever consequences have come to this carnival is also affecting our friends here, some more than others. Interesting. Uh, the implications are, well, the removal of Nepenthe and the very nature of this domain. Yes. Fen. Yes. What is your intention? Do you seek to make our presence known to Isolde? Well, considering what we found... I was going to ask if you can still free her, and if not, then I'll return to Penth and pay the price. What I have in mind could theoretically give her a choice, but it's not going to be as easy as lifting some simple curse. It never is. In fact, I think you confronting her might be of paramount importance if we wish to even have a hope of freeing her. What do I'm I need to do? I'm not saying it's going to be pleasant, but I do need her and Nepenthe in the same place. Ron, do you think, oh. I was just gonna say, well, actually, no, finish your, uh, please go ahead, her. Do you think, Ferran, that should any of this be remedied that it would also the effects of time on others would also be reversed it's hard to say it's possible it's also possible that the damage has already been done i doubt i can do anything about the actual passage of five chronological years if that's what they've experienced but perhaps the more <clears throat> shall we say advanced stages of this draining effect might be ameliorated. I should hope so. Finn, you ain't answered my question. 
What was going through your head? And where have you been? Saving her from the collar. Oh, now that makes a lot more sense, no? From the thing she was seeing. She took it from me. She stole it from me. She not talking about the sword. She talking about her vengeance. Yeah. Valentine. To build upon your previous natural 20. You're 100% sure and the panth hears all of this and yet it's still not doing anything. I'd like to try and speak to Nepenthe telepathically. When you reach out to Nepenthe. Yeah. You have spoken to it before. And it hurt. It was a swirling mass of rage. This time you're aware you've made a connection with it. But you don't feel rage. You feel a very sadistic satisfaction. Are you just going to sit there and let us get killed for you? Perhaps. Why wouldn't I? No matter what happens, I win. sure you've done what you wanted to do the caller is gone but what happens to you from here is up to us you do realize that right is it yes yes it is i think the people of blutzburg could make great use of you would you like to go there we could take you we literally carry you on our back you think i travel at your whim and well i haven't seen you, you get up mine. and walk away Look around you, Valentine. The borders are closed. I don't care about the carnival. I don't care about the mists, to be honest. I care about very little, but I am quite spiteful. So what I'm saying is, I don't want to put that on you. And it does seem as easy as picking you up and taking you wherever we want because it's been that easy up to this point. You've yet to take me where you want. You've only taken me where I wanted to go. Oh, how awfully convenient. Mm. Would you like to know what it is that I'm doing? I know you are smart. I know you think you understand how everyone ticks. You tell me what I want, Valentine Astoria. So you agree? You think I'm smart? I would be a fool to deny it. Unfortunately, you cannot offer me what it is that I seek. But they can. Who's they? I will have the strongest possible champion. We can bring order everywhere she's standing it, right there and she has better weapons go on 
Perhaps it is Finn. Perhaps it is Isolde. Perhaps it is Tatiana or Desmond. I don't care. Someone will wield me and justice will be done. I win. I no matter you what. Justice. Oh, there are so many more deserving retribution. You of all people know that to be true. I do. I think many people deserve horrific fates of what I consider to be justice, but I am smart enough to travel with the people that can help me get them and to not test them. Well, in that we have an accord, I too travel with them, but it is only by testing them that we can know for certain. We could pick you up and throw you into a lake. Could you? If Fen wouldn't be upset, I'd show you. For her sake and my own safety from her, I will not. But you are trapped in an inanimate object. And you're not even the first person we've dealt with trapped in a sword. <sighs> Choose your words carefully here or I may well be your last. Good. I'm bored. Then go see sold. <laughs> and you do see the faintest light from the sword. And then it goes away again. All of you notice in this room, the sword just glows for a moment because you have no idea that Valentine was talking to it. And then it stops. That's very odd. It's been dormant up to this point. Mm. I wonder what provoked it in that way. I did. I see. And have you yes. gleaned, gleaned any insight into Nepenthe's motives? It's petty and angry and it cackles like a villain. Hmm. Because it is a villain. It's yes. a sword. Mm. But let's not forget Veronica. No offense, Desmond. Who is no longer no. a sword. For all yes. we know, uh, Nepenthe just... She maybe is on our side again? <laughs> when the moment you say that, you just feel from the sunblade no, 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 no. Like the Sunblade's like, I don't want that. <laughs> like you just, again, the Sunblade communicates in emotions, not feelings, but you very much feel like. <laughs> Wait a minute. Could then, the Sunblade against Nepenthe do anything? I, I will say You're one. thinking about crossing swords? I will say like one that. last thing, Valentine. As Escanor pokes his head in the tent. Oh, no. No, um, get out. Va Va Valentine, I will add one last thing. Now, you've dealt with Nepenthe multiple times. Yes. If there's two things you understand quite clearly in this world, Valentine. People. Mm. Evil. Mm -hmm. And that sword is evil. Of course it's evil. Yes. <laughs> Look. Irredeemably. Irretrievably. <laughs> Your very angry sword wants revenge. It doesn't want to say who. 
and mostly wants to cackle and try and throw insults. Meanwhile, I'm of the opinion it could just be thrown into a lake. <laughs> I don't uh, think that would work, Valentine. I don't. Uh, what's it going to do? Sprout legs and walk back out? Well, if it's evil, maybe we should destroy it. But then again, wasn't its power when filtered? I messaged result? Tatiana really quickly and I go, it can hear you. <laughs> just just because you're able to taunt something does not mean that it's not power, powerless against you. Uh, indeed, especially, <clears throat> if I may, here, where we are now. You asked what it could do? Here in the carnival, it could theoretically do anything. And I mean anything. Then why hasn't it? Obviously, it doesn't wish to. That's what disturbs me. Aside from that brief glow, the rest of us have seen no activity from it at all, which is highly unusual. What did it say to you, Valentine? I'm going to allow if you'll allow i'll open up essentially a mental group chat where i'm kind of pinging back and forth between people for the hopes of this thing not hearing even though eh, likely it can fully with that understanding i'll go it expects a powerful fighter to wield it and that to be the way it seeks its revenge i see but its need for revenge kept this carnival alive without it it suffered more accurately, it doesn't want revenge, it wants retribution, which is not exactly the same thing. Nepenthe wants to punish the guilty indiscriminately. But we're not guilty. Mm, everyone is guilty of something. Ferran, let's not split hairs. Mm, all I'm saying is that sword is very interested in splitting hairs and heads, and it's willing to use any justification to do so. Even the most stainless innocent could be described as being guilty of something in its eyes. We have to tread very, very carefully here. Valentine, I, what was it specifically that this thing said? You said it wanted a champion. Yes. Hmm. It said the most powerful champion will wield it. And it said it could be any one of you. Well, specifically three of you. Yes, I would assume those with some proficiency with a blade. Huh. Valentine, <laughs> are you including Eremos and, and or Hildy in this? No, I'm not. Okay. Sorry, please continue, Ferran. Hmm. I think the I... thing needs to be destroyed. Yes. I recognize that there are many evil things in Ravenloft and I do not separate myself from them, but this one's pretty far gone. For something so evil and so hell-bent on retribution, I don't think throwing it in a lake is going to solve anything. Finn. Yes. You hear Rose's voice in your head. I told you 
this was not going to work, that you were going to do all of this stuff and she wouldn't be happy and she wouldn't thank you. I I'm told you this was going to, I mean, you can't say that I didn't tell you. I warned you. All of this could have been avoided. Here? I'm here because you are here. I'm here because I will always be with you. Oh, yes. No, I just want you to know. No, continue doing this thing. I just want you to know you lost the woman you love for absolutely nothing because I'm still here with you. No, you're not. Get out of my head. Finn, give me a wisdom save. Oh, boy. Oh, look at Desmond. Mm. Wish I still had hands. Tatiana, too. What? How about you don't? It's too bad. Probably a 23. That's not. That's not the caller. That's Nepenthe. Oh, I'm sure. It doesn't stop her from talking to you. But you're aware. You're like, wait a second. I actually pulled Nepenthe, the scabbard. Mm -hmm. Nahara. Ooh, here we go. Yes. Can you pull the sunblade for me? Absolutely. <gasps> oh, Strahd hated that thing. Stop with talking, Nepenthe. I, I mean, I excuse me. My name is, I identify as Rose. Thank you very much. I mean, I had a lot of names, I suppose. But I mean, that was the I one that you I don't care who I, you are. Stop Okay. Talking. That seems unnecessary. You already cut my head off, and now you don't even want me to talk to you. Okay, fine, whatever. No, I don't want... Well, I know you're not Rose. Stop talking. I mean, I'm not not Rose. Who are any of us if not a collection of our memories? And she does continue rambling and antagonize. She doesn't stop talking. <laughs> okay, the more she antagonizes me, I'm just like, all right, cool. Mm -hmm. I hold Nepenthe up to the Sunblade. Do you take it out of the sheath? Um, if I see nothing happens while it's still in the scabbard, yes. Okay. I uh, would urge caution here. The Sunblade is a powerful, powerful weapon, but it's not an artifact of the same power as the pen. You're probably right. But I'm sorry, I only saw or heard one part of that conversation. Because I'm, I'm assuming no one can, if it's it, Nepenthe's in her head and nobody else could. So, um, any, did, did Nepenthe have any thoughts? Uh, Nepenthe is pretending to be Rose in my head. Oh, how fun. I'm hmm. not pretending. Like, why would I do that? Obviously. I mean, I, I never lied to you, Finn. Everything I said to you was 100% true. You just didn't want to hear it. Actually, I didn't talk to you too much. I was avoiding you on purpose. But everybody else, I only ever told the truth. Ask them. Ask them. Ask them if I ever lied to them about anything. I'm not asking them anything. Be quiet. Oh, but you're still interacting with me. You can't ignore me. You can't ignore me, Finn. You can't ignore me. Also, what wait, are you, are you, wait, Finn, are you just jealous? Are you jealous that I got to Desmond before you did, Finn? Is that what you're mad about? Is that what you were so upset about? Because you were like, you really had it in for me. And it wasn't just about his soul, was it? You know it wasn't. You know it wasn't. So, <sighs> so Nepenthe is a, is, is a physical blade. Yes, N N Nepenthe is literally a Holy Avenger longsword. Like, physically a Holy Avenger longsword. 
as a physical sword, is it susceptible to being overheated? I mean, it's always burning kind of hot on its own. To clarify, since this is important for, you know, for the people playing at home, you have the Sun Sword, which is a Sergei uh, von Zarovich's Sun Blade. So the Sun Blade is generic. The Sun Sword is a specific thing, just for the sake of clarification. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, I was right. thinking no. of maybe trying to melt it. Oh, no, I get it. I'm just saying for the sake of us talking about this, making sure that we're... when when. Uh Yes. Uh, just a, a quick above game question. Uh, mm -hmm. Is Fen reacting out loud to any of this or is this entirely internal like the telepathic messages? I'm making faces. I'm I'm reacting, but I'm not. I may hear once or twice. I may say once or twice, get out of my head, stop talking. Mm -hmm. But when Rose starts taunting me about Desmond, I just kind of look at Desmond and look down at the sword and shake my head. Hey, I'm just saying, there's still time for you. I mean, I can literally tell you Desmond what he likes. Is, Desmond is my brother. I oh, I mean, should... that's weird. Uh, yes, Valentine. I should still have that little, um, like, stuffed uh, pixie, essentially. Yes. Don't I, from the carnival? Yes. yes. Uh, the one that silences things? Yes. I offer it to Finn to see if it'll quiet her head down a little bit. I'll take it. Does it affect me, though? Because Nepenthe is talking to me telepathically. First of all, props to you for the deep cut. Unfortunately, Nepenthe is the Dark Lord here, so no, <laughs> it's able to overcome it. But hey, shout out to you. That's a, that's a that's like a that's like a that's like a that's like a thirty like episode a, callback. Nepenthe like a ventriloquist voice throw into the. <laughs> oh no, I would have to stab that thing. Uh, uh, but I do say that no, Desmond is my brother. I do say that out loud. Hmm. Yeah, we know. You two are tight. No. Another question. <sighs> oh, now it's Rose awkward. Now it's weird. Me. Yeah, I know. This is nice. Said it out loud. Now oh, everybody shut knows. Shut up. <laughs> I'm sure whatever this is, it's a trick. Oh, it's absolutely a trick. Basic, and I'm just going to tell them what Rose is mm -hmm. taunting me with. Mm -hmm. So, Fran, if you're going to do something, can, it, can we get a move on? Of course, as I say, getting you and your friend and Isolde in the same place is probably going to be necessary. Hmm. You I all stay out for here. A quick <laughs> convo with Corridor before everyone moves out. Perfect. Before we resolve that, Tatiana, Nahara, even as you grip the you grip the hilt of the Sunblade, when they're like, "Can the Sunblade destroy this?" You very much get like, yeah. Let's see. <laughs> like, it, you very much get like f around and find out vibes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, the sun sword is like, can I? I don't know. You know, like you huh. just feel like ah, mm, you know, <laughs> while you're holding the hilt. Um, I'm a bit surprised because again, it communicates emotions, not not words. Just you basically, it's it's just all vibes <laughs> from from the uh, from the sun sword. Uh, um, a quick oh, question. Sorry. Yes. Mm -hmm, no, please. Does Nepenthe react to the sun sword being out of its sheath? Well, one, do you turn on the sun sword? I absolutely do. When you turn it on, you see um, the light goes out and you see both Hildy and Ermos kind of like have to cover their eyes from it. Oh, the sorry, rest, I should have warned you. Mm, 
Yeah, because it does start emitting pure daylight. You notice it's daytime at the carnival, but it is gloomy and gray and overcast, and it is almost like the light and the shadows are fighting. When you drew Nepenthe in Barovia, like reality violently reacted to the presence of Nepenthe. It's not that bad, but it is like the light coming off the sun sword actively, you know, the, the carnival almost doesn't want to let it be emitted. Theron, you are ready. <laughs> Yes, uh, uh, Uriah had these. I just thought I'd, uh, I am his next of kin, after all. Wait, did you go through his pockets? We can talk I, about that later. I had to prepare the body. We'll talk later. <laughs> Tatiana. Honestly. When you poke your head outside, um, your tiefling friend is very much out there. Uh, you see um, Carador is trying to hashtag act natural like he's not listening. Like Tatiana's doing a like cool, cool walk out. Oh. Acting supernatural oh. too. Oh. oh, hey. So you waited for me for five years. I mean, I was like doing other stuff, you know, like like what? Being in the fort, tiefling stuff, you wouldn't understand. I'm, Looks I'm like part, I'm part fiend. Let's just say I haven't had a taste of what I wanted in some time. Okay. Wow. Because it's like last time we met, you know, you read my fortune. I didn't know it was. Well, you know, I didn't know it was like that either. And then I, you. You left, and I was like, whatever, that, that's a thing. But uh, I just kind of couldn't get you out of my mind after that. And every time I laid the cards out, they all pointed back to you. No, I get that. I get that. I am absolutely incredible and so strong and, like, super fit. So I get Clearly. That. I get it. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's beside the point. The point is, I got, like, my party and... We kind of, kind of have a unit. Can't really like bring new people into that. It's not a yeah, right. Yeah, sure. No, I mean like, but maybe we could just like get, get together sometimes. Oh yeah. Pre pre regularly. No. Frequently. Maybe. What? At, you know, I mean, yeah. Like what? I mean, like I'm busy too. But you know, when it, whenever, just whenever. Just literally, whenever. Next time the mists open, if you've got family in the Feywilds, you should probably go to the Feywilds. Tatiana, you live in the moment. I'm not even going to make you roll for this. You realize <laughs> there's something he's not saying. He's not lying. Everything he said to you has been true. But there's something else he had. There's something he's not telling you. What else do you know about what happened here? It's not that. I'm, I'm supposed to bring you somewhere. Excuse me? Like to meet <laughs> your family? Uh, no, 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 no. That's like, I don't, I don't, no, I don't do that. You know, that's, that's, I don't do families. 
you know, I, I don't, I don't want to be tied down. I mean, except like when I be tied down, you know, but uh, no, it, I, I was supposed to, I'm supposed to. Take me where? And he rummages in his bag and he pulls out a black rose this big and just holds a hand out to you. Does this mean anything to you? Where did you get that? When the market was closing up, a, a, a guy, just a weird guy, came. What kind and, of guy? I don't know. He, I mean, he was like pale, but I mean, he was like just a dude. You know what I mean? Just like, just like a pale dude. Like you know, like how Uriah was just like a pale dude. I mean, he was like more pale. He's like Valentine pale. Now that you tell, now that you mention it. But he was like, you know, you know Tatiana, and I was like, whatever. I know lots of people, and he read my fortune and he told me some things that were going to happen and one of the things that was going to happen is i would get to see you again and i was supposed to give you this and i was supposed to at least offer to take you somewhere how would you take me somewhere if you don't know where it is oh this is a mist token it's uh i know where it goes it goes to a place called sithicus tatiana you've seen sithicus before soth showed you sithicus i thought i washed him away from me when I stepped into the lake with the unicorn. What does he still want with me? Washed to a lake with a unicorn? I mean, like a lot of times, like you have a very adventurous life. Yeah. I mean, so I I don't know. I don't know if this is like good or bad. I mean, black roses, you know, the symbolism is questionable. But I I mean, I, I just need you to know I stayed for you. I was just told that when I saw you, I had to give you that. And so now I have. Okay, well, one thing I have to tell you, I'm a sucker for roses and I'd smooch him. Ah, meanwhile, (laughs) back inside the camp. (laughs) It's good, it's a good call back there. Meanwhile, back inside the camp, when you ignite the sun blade, except for this like fighting with the light, the pen doesn't react at all. Well, damn. It also is like, oh, <laughs> you know, like. Your blade is a powerful artifact, but almost painfully specific in its purpose. Its purpose was to destroy Von Zarovich, and thanks to you, it fulfilled it. Nepenth. Nepenth has a much, hmm, shall we say, wider net. Everyone could fall to its blade, and it still wouldn't be enough. Ooh, you scared, Finn? You scared? I bet you scared. I mean, you were just like the world ender when you're fighting me. I mean, you needed like a god to help you. Like, you couldn't just like take me fair. Like, whatever. That's cool. I mean, like, you got like a god that is even a god from here to come and intervene. Whatever. I'm just saying. I was about to roll hey, all the Desmond. Up. Desmond. Yeah. Can you do me What's a up? favor? What do you need? This is a weird favor. Can you knock me out? What? So I don't have to hear this sword. Um, that might not be necessary. 
I might be able to help. That could be useful. I don't want to have to try to knock out Finn. You know, I you should draw. You should draw this. Draw the sword and give it to Desmond. Give it to Desmond. I want to feel his hands around me at least one more time. Give it to him. Come on, do it. Give it to him. Give it to him. Give it to him. I give, give it, to him. it to him. It's not going to be because of you. I mean, I gave it to him, and it wasn't because of you. Ah, what? Fran, do something, or Desmond, <laughs> you do something. One or the other. Very well. Fran, please. I, I don't want to have to hit her. How can yes. I high five when I don't have hands anymore, man? Jeez. <laughs> hitting me is preferable to what I'm getting in my head right now. You have no idea. Uh, Firan Zalholan will, I'd say, I'm not sure if this is going to work, but mm -hmm. here it goes. Casts Mind Blank on Finn. Finn, you still have to give me the save because it is not something that you cannot uh, consciously consent to. Oh, wait, oh, no, actually it is. No, I apologize. It is. Oh, mind, yeah, blank, so, mind blank is a buff, right? And yeah. yes, yeah. and uh, he will explain to right, Finn what's, what's happening. So, uh, yes, uh, this should shield your mind from any unwanted contact. Uh, no one will be able to read your thoughts. So you will also be uh, quite well protected from psychic damage. In fact, uh, immune to it. Uh, I use it myself quite a bit. Hold on. Just... Give me just one second here. Let me read it. I've I've used mind blank many a time, but not to keep in, uh, intrusive dark lords out. Hang on, let me see here. The moment he does it, you hear right as he's raising his hand to cast the spell. He's you hear her say, "It's not gonna matter. It's not gonna stop. You're not gonna get away. I'm telling you, it's too late. You should just give the sword to." Yeah. Is that better? Yeah. Uh, you, you are muted. It worked too well, Ferran. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, wait. Here, let me, let me take back. I'm going to take back some of it. And there we go. Yes. Oh, I thought you meant I was muted. You were. Yeah. yeah. You were. Mm -hmm. oh, You're not now. You were. Okay. You are not now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, um, that, that should help. Did it? I don't hear it. Oh, that's so much better. Thank you. Mm. That should uh, work for about eight hours. Hopefully oh, we'll have dealt with the problem by then. Oh, that's so much better. Goodness, Nahara. it must have been exhausting. Yes? Well, you, yes. You feel like the Sunblade wants to cross swords. Like, it very much feels like let me add it. Um, so now that you can't hear that voice anymore, can we just try to see what happens? Sure. Are you going I'll to draw, draw are you, you going to draw on a path? Yep. When you draw the sword, it <laughs> crackles to life. Uh, with red light emanating from it so bright you all cast shadows on the walls of the tent and i'm just gonna as a safety form of dread i was about to say the sun sword goes out <laughs> when the red light hits it and you all outside start to hear as the music of the carnival 
starts up again. And you hear Hildy, or you see Hildy and Ermos both start looking around. And at the far end of the carnival, you hear, what? What? Who started the music? As you hear Isolde yelling. Overhead, you hear as storm clouds start to roll in and the tent starts shaking from the wind. And you see, Finn, despite the mind blank, your mouth starts moving and you all hear Finn's voice say, oh, it's time to step outside. And that is a good place for us to take a little break. We're gonna do a quick 10. Don't go nowheres. We're gonna find out when Finn and Isolde are reunited. Be right back. As you all hear the storm raging overhead in Isolde's voice yelling out across the carnival, what would you all like to do? You see Hildy runs over towards Her- Ermos and they both almost automatically start comforting each other. Like she's trying to help him, but he's trying to help her <laughs> uh, when they hear this. Uh, what are the rest of you doing? Uh, am I back to myself? Yes, uh, to be clear, Nepenthe did not take over your mind. He's just capable of speaking through you. He's capable of speaking whoever is wielding him. So it's almost, you could hear you talking, but you still were in control of your uh, uh, faculties, as it were. I clapped a hand over my mouth and I'm kind of freaked out right now. (laughs) If we have a second to do something before... Too much happens. I'm just going to place a hand on Hildy and cast greater invisibility on her, yeah, and just like lean over and just be like, "Don't die for being associated with us. It's not worth it." I, I mean, you know, if we're going to do a fighting, Valentine, of course I will fight with you. But I mean, I'm sure everything's going to be fine when he sold sees Finn and she gets her sword back. I'm sure it's going to be their good. But the, I, I promise. I pr- I'm looking. Can you tell that I'm looking at you? Because I'm looking at you. I'm I making can't tell me- that I'm you're making, at I'm me. making meaningful eye contact with you, Valentine. I <laughs> promise. This is concentration up to one minute just for above game, and it does not end if she hits something because it's greater invisibility. Um, Perfect. Get so, I- far away from us. Seem like you're coming from elsewhere. Okay. Do not let her know you came with us. A good soldier follows orders. Yeah, okay. Okay, okay. I'm going. I'm going. Okay, I promise. Wait, Valentine, Valentine. Don't die, like, again. Like, don't, 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 don't die ad- ad- additional. Ad- okay, I'm, I'm leaving. We'll all okay. do our best. And you do see footprints appear in the dirt. Is she, oh, yes, Tatiana? I would like to wild shape into a saber-toothed tiger and rage. Actually, Tatiana, you were already outside because, you know, you were entangled with Escanor. So you can see. We were at- outside? 
I think we might have gone inside. Did you pull him inside? Okay. All right. Well, then we found another tent. Got it. Well, then belay seeing anything. Uh, well, shape into a saber tooth tiger. You see, he looks at you and he goes, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. It's not for you, I say, but he can understand me because <laughs> now I'm a beast. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, greater invisibility, wild shape. Anybody else doing anything? I mean, I just popped up my form of dread, so that mm. will stay up, but I will probably mm. uh, sheath that sun, uh, sun blade. It went out. You were oh, currently, you were currently it... holding a, because remember the, the, it comes on and like illuminates. Um, you're aware of the presence of it. Like it wasn't destroyed. Like it's as shocked as anybody. Like this doesn't happen to me. Like it's a, you sense embarrassment. You sense embarrassment from it, Nahara, <laughs> that it's like. Embarrassment's not a feeling Nahara is very familiar with. <laughs> um, so this is new to me, but I will just gently tuck him away. Mm-hmm. Perfect. As um, uh, this all happens. Ferran. Uh, I shall cast Morden Kanan's Faithful Hound. Is a uh, Tensor's Floating Disc uh, concentration? I mean, it doesn't matter. You can put the casket down, but is it concentration? <laughs> <Yes>. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Get up his <laughs> He like rolls out of it. Yeah. No. He's, he just looks like he's sleeping on the floor like old times. Uh, it's pretty intimidating to roll in, <laughs> drop a casket on the ground and let your dead friend roll out of it. It's a hell of a way to start a fight. Exactly. You're like, we're not scared of you. <laughs> right. Uh, it is not concentration. It just lasts for an hour. So I can Got easily it. do this. Uh, and I don't believe Morden Kanan's faithful hound is concentration either. Perfect. Excellent. So, uh, what does yes. your hound look like when it manifests? Uh, it is a phantom. Uh, those with true sight can see it. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it's invisible. Uh, it it looks like a Shih Tzu. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, oh, I think we established. We established, rather than create. He's got a variation of the spell that rather than creating a medium sized dog, it creates two small ones. Two small. It's true. And a Brussels Brussels Griffin. Somet- uh, sometimes they summon themselves. It's the strangest mm, thing. They just manifest. You know. Yeah. Uh, uh, so that mm-hmm. is stationed just at the door of the tent. Perfect. Uh, Desmond? Desmond's just very confused. Yeah, the wind is definitely increasing. Like, there's a, there's a chance you feel like the tent might even blow away. But Finn, you hear her. And the voice, your voice said, step outside. Oh, boy. Um, I walk, I just start walking toward her and I'm like, let me handle this. Fraud, whatever you're going to do, I need you to do it. Very well. I'll follow your lead. And I think you'll need to take it. You see a little tiger nose peek out of a tent as you're walking. <laughs> Waits for your lead, too. As you come out, there is now a raging snowstorm outside. Lightning is crackling and wind is blowing. The tents are whipping and you can hear the voices of the people who still aren't coming outside, but, you know, starting to panic. Like cl- people are clearly trying to batten things down, uh, you know, get their, their possessions before they blow away. And at the far side of the clearing, you can barely make out Isolde's outline. Despite these freezing temperatures, she's not wearing a coat or anything at all. She's pacing back and forth, but the sword in her hand is not Nepenthe for obvious reasons. It is the matched blade to the one she gave to you, Finn. Her elven blade from her paladin days. Who started 
the music. I just call out to her. I'm not dead. Is this another one of your tricks? Not a trick. And she says in Elvish, tell me something that only Finn would know then. I do her one better. I show her the tattoo that she gave me. You put this upon my skin. Do the rest of you come out of the tent? Oh, absolutely. Yes, uh, Firan is going to basically stand between the two Morden Cadence hounds. You, you all see her head just tilts for a second. And she moves so fast, you don't actually see her move, but it cuts a swath through the snow, almost like a tunnel of how quickly she lunges forward and puts the blade against your throat, Finn. And she's just there next to you. She's much taller than you. Remember, he sold almost seven foot. Yeah. And she has the sword against you. And you can see now that you're close to her. Everybody else looks gaunt and haggard. She doesn't. She looks as beautiful as she ever did. She just looks angry. Her eyes are bloodshot with rage. The only reason I didn't separate your head from your body right now is I want an explanation. And you actually feel a little trickle of blood start on your neck, Finn, as how close the sword already got to you. And I actually just tilt my head a little further. And I can I can I look her in the eye like this? Mm -hmm. I was trying to save you. When you say that, Nepanth glows even brighter, like casting long shadows of the two of you out across this field. <sighs> well, then how did that go? Well, the caller's dead, but to us, it's only been a few months, but to you, it's been years. And how did you stand this for years and years upon years? I stood it the way I stood the years previously. I clung to my hate. Well, if you must hate someone, then hate me. I did it for love of you, but I knew the risk I took. Then I will do one thing for the love of you as well. And she pushes you, Finn, where you slide back six feet. And she twirls the sword and says, I will give you a chance. And you see, she very much is ready to fight. Oh, boy. Finn, I'm gonna need you to roll initiative. Actually, everybody roll it, just give it to me in chat. But right now, Finn, yours is the only one I actually need. The dice hate me, 14. All right, hold on. 
Finn, <sighs> while... Hang on one second. Yeah, let me just get this. Actually, I said just give it to me in chat, but for the sake of ease, do just go ahead and I'll give it to me. So, Finn, what, what did you get? 14. 14. Uh, Desmond? 10. Okay. Uh, Valentine? 11. 11. Uriah, uh, Ferranz Alhonen. <laughs> it, 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 hurts, it hurts to erase Uriah from my initiative tracker here. Ferranz? Uh, 15. 15. Nahara? I also got a 14. 14. Tatiana? 4. <laughs> a lot's happening, Tatiana. A lot's happening. I was uh, busy. You, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were. <laughs> you all see, again, every time she moves, it is almost like, again, it would look like she was teleporting around. She's so fast. If you didn't see the trail through the snow to show that she does move through these spaces. But she moves back and tells you that she will give you a chance and then lunges forward. <sighs> Having rolled a natural 20. Well, it was nice knowing Finn. Hold on one second here. Let me look up one other thing. Your house rules do you say a nat 20 is always a success? That is true. I'm just seeing exactly what it is that she's going to do because I got a few different things over here. Probably mm. kill me. Mm. Yes. All right, let's do You see, she lunges forward, and it is hard to track her, but you see that she actually moves past you, Finn, and specifically slashes at your back towards, you know, another one of the tattoos she gave you, and slashes at you for 26 points of damage. <laughs> you all see Finn's blood sprays across the snow visibly even in the red light it almost looks black from the red light of nepenthe and she says to you because of you finn i've lost everything i lost my family i'd already lost them i've lost nepenthe and now i've even lost justice and I'm just, I know, I knew the risk when I took the sword, but I wanted you to be free. Ferran, you have the opportunity to act before Finn theoretically. Would you like to, or would you like to hold your action? I actually will, mm -hmm. but I'll need Finn to be willing for this to happen. Oh, I'm willing. I would like to not die. So whatever yes, you you're need doing. To be, you need to be a willing creature. Uh, Firan casts Stone Skin on Finn. And Morton Caden's Hound goes off on cue. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, what exactly does Stone Skin do? Uh, so Finn will have resistance to, to all uh, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. Is you all see visibly in the light of Nepenthe, despite the snow and everything, this ragged wound across Finn's back now, her skin starts to like scale over and take on the form of rock. 
And you see that Isol turns and looks at you, Faron, and she just says, I'll deal with you next, cleric. Mm. Uh, not a, you know, we can explain later. Uh, Finn, it is your turn. <laughs> um, I do not want to hurt Isold, but I am actually afraid of what Eldritch Blast would do. So, with weapons, I mean, if you choose to wield Nepenthe, you theoretically can do non-lethal damage. As written, there is no non-lethal damage for uh, spells, but... I feel like if you can non-lethal with an axe, you can non-lethal with an Eldritch Blast. <laughs> well, it's more <laughs> that I, my patron's gone. It's not the damage. Uh, give me a charisma check. Just roll your charisma, Finn. Uh, all right, I'm just going to roll it. Uh, now I get a good roll. <laughs> um, I have a charisma of 13 and I rolled an 18. When Plus you one. reach out to will the Eldritch Flames to leap to life, you don't feel anything. That tug uh, you used to feel, that connection to Von Zarevich, there is nothing on the other line. Great. Well, I guess I'm... Can I disarm souls? You can try. All right, what would I roll for that? Uh, you are... Uh, give me athletics. Uh, one or two, since I have two attacks normally. Uh, theoretically, the first one, and pending how it resolves, then the second one. Okay. Uh, Dagnabbit, 16. All right, let's see. You reach and you grab her hand, and she lets go of the sword and grabs it with the other one. And she's like, I taught you that move. I don't want to hurt you. It's far too late for that. I don't want to kill you. Don't worry. You won't. But you can feel free to try again to disarm her if you want. Um, can I get out of it then? Uh, what do you mean? Can I try to get can I try to get her to leave me alone? Does she is she still holding me or am I holding her? No, eh, no, I mean yeah, no, you were reaching for the weapon. Like she 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 does not have you grappled. All right, I'm going to try one more time, and I may regret this. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so much better. Um, that What am I adding to it? Athletics, whatever your athletics bonus is. Oh, that makes it a 23. She got a 25. Son of a bitch. She did teach you this move, Finn. Again, when you're like, I got it. She's like, again, let's go of the blade. And you see she actually catches it with her foot and tosses it back up again. Mm. She goes, you clearly weren't paying attention. Anything else, <laughs> um, uh, Finn? No, because actually she hurt me, didn't she? Oh, she hit you for 26 points of damage. I'm going to hellish rebuke her. Okay. She has to make a dex saving throw of 13. She unfortunately makes it, but it's still half damage with the Hellish Rebuke. So, still roll it. Um, so it's 2d10. Mm-hmm. Oh, soul, I didn't want it to come to this. 2d10. Mm-hmm. That would be a 12. So Perfect. Six damage. Okay. 
excellent. Anything else? Technically, uh, technically, Hellish Rebuke was a reaction at the time, so you still have a bonus action if you have a relevant bonus action. You want to do Form of Dread or anything like that? Um, then I'm just gonna Form of Dread because everything else is what actually. Magic. Did but. you Form of Dread come to you as a Warlock ability? No, I had okay. that. Okay, I had that perfect. previous to Warlock. Perfect. Yes. Uh, as it activates and you grow in stature, she just like looks at you and she's like, I did always so like this version of you, but is wholly ignoring everybody else. Nahara, it's your turn. She's still here actively engaged with Finn. Actually, one other thing. Well, no, never mind. Yes, it is your turn, Nahara. Okay. Uh, you see, or rather, you hear Nahara chant something very it almost sounds like a very dissonant song mm -hmm. uh and then the spectral flames from her form of dread kind of point down to the ground and from there these flames dart and form a fire on uh in a circle on the ground and from there i summon a greater demon Ooh, what do you summon i summon a reduced threat hezro um because it has um it is the uh, same challenge rating. Mm -hmm. It is not. Um, so it, it I have to make a um, I have to roll initiative for it, mm -hmm. but it is it recognizes people in my party as not someone to attack, which is one just, of the reasons why I chose it. Just for the sake of ease, we can say you can act right after you. Um, okay. however, uh, a Hezro basically looks like a Gila monster from hell, just for the record, just like if a, if a, uh, anthropomorphic Gila monster from the abyss, essentially, mm -hmm. uh, anything else from Nahara? Uh, that will be it for my turn. Perfect. But you can, you can send in the Hezro if you like. Yes. Um, so I will, um, command the Hezro to attack Isolde. Okay. Go ahead and roll and it. it. Gets, all right. Let's see here. So it gets, um, makes three attacks. Mm -hmm. And so the first one will be the bite. Mm -hmm. And that is a dirty 20 to hit. Uh, that is enough. Once it uh, clears the distance, um, mm -hmm. and then it will be. Sorry, let me get my dice together. Mm -hmm. Then. 15 points of piercing damage for the first, uh, for its okay. bite. And then it will um, make two claw attacks. Okay. First one is a uh, 14 to hit. That is not enough. Okay, but it'll try this again mm -hmm. with its last one. And that is a 21 to hit. Uh, that also is enough. Okay, so that one is... Ooh. 16 points of slashing damage. Perfect. This thing leaps across onto her and she's trying to move and get out of the way from it, but it does bite and scratch at her and Finn, the smell of her blood very much fills your nostrils being this close, but she doesn't yell or she just kind of grunts as she moves backwards and she says, fine, I probably should have killed all of them the first time anyway. Anything else from Nahara? Um, how far am I from her? Uh, we'll call it 50 feet. Okay, I'm just gonna fly. <laughs> just <in case. laughs> right. Uh, 
when you fly upwards, she looks at you and Finn, Nepenthe flies out of your hand and stabs into the ground. And you all see snow and ice and wind begin to coalesce around it in the vague outline of a person with multiple arms. And one of them reaches down and picks up the sword and says, The wizardling was right. Here I am Lord. And it is going to run at Tatiana. What is your AC currently? Oh, well, Actu I'm going to ask that. It's 12. Actually, I take that back. It does run at Tatiana, but it explodes in just a swirl of violence where it is actually going to attack each of you twice. It's going to attack Tatiana three times because you're the strongest. AC 12, right? Um, uh, accounting for your damage mitigation, Tatiana. Uh, give me, um, give me an athletics check. Athletics or acrobatics, whichever's higher. But I think athletics, you'll get advantage from your rage. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll take the mm -hmm. advantage. That's mm -hmm. a thirty twenty, mm -hmm. the first one. Uh, oh, actually, that that okay. is enough. You, it attacks you for twenty points of damage, accounting for your um, resistance for your resistance. Wait, and so that twenty twenty is it would have been forty. Yes. Oh. Uh, in Tatiana, you feel the snow and ice wrapping around you like it's trying to grab you, but you manage to escape out of it. Um, Nahara, even though you are flying, it actually can still reach you. What is your AC currently? We can assume you all have your mage armor and whatnot up. You knew what this was. <laughs> Thank you very much. I used mine for visibility. I used mm -hmm. my reaction for that. Yep, no 14. problem. Uh, it hits you for 26 points of slashing damage, Nahara. Uh, again, not counting any mitigation. Basically, what you all see is like this multi-armed person. Each arm grabs Nepenthe and is essentially swinging and slashing around with the blade and rotating. It's just like a tornado of violence, basically. And it uh, can reach 30. It's, it re its reach is 30 feet. Yikes. Okay, good to know. Mm -hmm. It's like a, like a storm of swords, basically. Uh, Desmond, what is your AC? <sighs> 15. Um, We've had a long yeah. rest before all this, yeah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. You, you were at 100 coming into this. Uh, it slashes you for 26 points of damage. Great. Uh, Faranz Alhonen, AC? Uh, AC is 19, but I do have shield, so it can be up to 24. As Rhea, if, um, if it hits, uh, you, you, ha you have at least one hit incoming. Would you like to uh, 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 put up shield. your shield? Okay. Uh, you hear it, the blade just clanging against the uh, electric uh, arcane defense as it leaps in. Uh, and yes. When it was uh, attacking everybody, is it teleporting mm -hmm. to attack to us? 
it's hard to it, honestly it does actually seem like it's in one place and then it's actually somewhere else like it just explodes in a swirl of attacking yeah perfect because i would very much like to magic users nemesis in response oh yeah what would you like to do uh when you see a creature casting a spell or teleporting within 60 feet of you you can use your reaction to force a wisdom saving throw mm -hmm. of a dc of 13. uh or what happens its spell or teleport fails and is wasted Got a 15. Find it. You did. Oh. You did. Mm -hmm. 20, how much? 26? 26 total. Mm -hmm. Specifically, uh, the teleport is when it went after Nahara. That is how it's able to reach. But yes, uh, yes, Veron. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Just uh, realized that, of course, when it, uh, even though it didn't hit me, it mm -hmm. uh, meleeed me. So it mm -hmm. also, it becomes subject to attack by the Morden Canaan's Faithful Hound. All right. You can roll that attack. Um, Valentine, what is your AC? It is currently 14. Uh, it actually rolled fairly poorly. You have one hit coming in, though. You're the only one it would have missed against, uh, but you theoretically have a hit. Does Valentine have shield? I don't recall, actually. Um, I don't I don't have shield, no. Okay. Is any other mitigation? Because well, you will have one hit coming in. Oh, wait, no, I do have shield. Hey. Would you That's like awesome. To would you like to i would very much up? like to shield uh, <laughs> as a reaction absolutely that will actually help you evade the second hit again the sword went wide once and was coming <laughs> and your shield comes to life as well and blocks it yes Ferran. uh b dave so the uh the morgan canaan's hand uses my spell casting attack uh, mm -hmm. and the bonus uh, mm -hmm. so that's a total 26. more than enough okay so it will do i think 48 I want to say force damage. Oh no, it's actually oh. piercing damage. Wait, what? What was it? Sorry, against uh, 40, 48. I mean, what, no, what, what? What was your attack? I I saw. Uh, Twenty six total. Uh, okay, yes. There's nothing it can do to stop that. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so this will be forty eight of piercing. Okay. Uh, while you were giving but me that, yes. And it's in its spinning whirl. Mm -hmm. Would it have moved into and out of? It would, area? It, it would not have provoked you, no, unfortunately. How? Uh, how, how? Oh, okay. Dark That's Lord, a, Dark Lord stuff. 18 that, points that, piercing. That's too many arms. <laughs> it is a number of arms. Um, excellent. 18 piercing. Perfect. Uh, Valentine, it is your turn. Okay, excellent. Where is it located now as it's like spinning around us? Uh, you see it is basically in between you all and Finn and Isolde. You also notice it did not attack Isolde. It did uh, attack Finn, but did not attack Isolde. How close are any of uh, my friends to it? Um, so Finn was 50 feet away. We'll say mm -hmm. that it's 30 feet away. We'll say it's right in between. And then all the rest of you are all kind of together right now. Excellent. Although Erupting guess, Earth. Uh, yeah, erupting Earth. You could get it by itself. By itself. Yep. Yeah, I was just trying not to kill my friends. I make Perfect. a habit of it. You know, uh, that it's... is a Dex save of fifteen. Thank you for your service. First of all, let's just put that out there. <laughs> you know? um, let's see. I rolled poorly again. the The fates are the fates are smiling upon you. I did not make the save. Ugh. Excellent. I do love that for me. That's sixty twelve of damage. Oof. Um. That is forty seven points of damage. Perfect. Oh, hang on a second. I made a slight mistake here. Give me one mm -hmm. second. I mixed up uh, its hit points and he sold. So give me just, hang on. I'm going to get you to give me that number in a second again. Okay. Because mm -hmm. um, um, <laughs> I'm going to make it worse. 
the the faithful the the ham Morton Canaan's hound was the only one that actually has attacked it so far, correct? If I if I recall. Uh well hang on. Morton Canaan's hound was the only thing that has done damage to Nepenthe so far, correct? No. Uh oh to Nepenthe, sorry. Yeah, just um, to Nepenthe. Yeah, Isold got hurt, but not Nepenthe. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Groovy. Just making sure I, I keep their their numbers separate here. Had the same calculator up. Um give me one second here. I'm gonna do that because I'm gonna here. do it. Sorry, again. I uh, I had to go deal with the real life Morton King. The, the real Morton Morton <laughs> the, the hound. They they were like, it's our time. It's here. It's it's here. If not, let's slip. The hounds of war. Uh, yes. Uh, what, so what was that damage again? Um, that was forty-seven or? points of damage, and I am going to twin spell it. So roll it again. Perfect. Let me just get this all going here. Ooh, what was the save dc 15 decks it does make it this time okay so that'll be halved mm -hmm. that is 16 additional points of damage and Perfect. then i will use additional sorcery points um to make my cantrip a bonus action and i will fire off a firebolt <laughs> stack it up yep roll we're going for it that is mm -hmm. 25 to hit more than enough. Excellent. I'm doing like a combination of when I have to roll multiple dice, it's digitals. Mm -hmm. uh, that's an additional 17 points of damage. Perfect. You do see um, whatever this swirling mass is, it is being affected by this. As uh, you see the sword vibrate and shake and then the flames erupt around it. You see the form kind of come apart a little bit and then reform again, kind of holding it in the air. Perfect. Good. Anything else from Valentine? That is all for me. When you think good, you hear Nepenthe's voice from nowhere in particular say, yes, good. Uh, perfect. Uh, Desmond, it is your turn, and then it will be Tatiana's turn. <sighs> Yay. Uh, and the weird thing is still attacking everybody, yeah? Yeah, I mean, well, as as of now, Isolde is actively engaged with Finn and only seems concerned with Finn. This thing did not attack Isolde and did attack all the rest of you. Essentially, this is Nepenthe in its Dark Lord form, wielding itself. Which is odd that... Hmm. I'm just going to cast a... Uh, Hundred Sense. On the mm -hmm. creature. Mm -hmm. And I would mm -hmm. very much like to know uh, whether the creature has any damage, immunities, resistances, or vulnerabilities, and what they are. Okay. Uh, it's got a bunch. Yay. Um, it is resistant to cold, fire, lightning, uh and bludgeoning piercing and slashing from non-magical attacks but most of you have magical attacks but it is resistant to coal fire and lightning it is immune to poison uh it has no vulnerabilities and I, as i hear this in my mind or however mm -hmm. i receive it mm -hmm. i'm mm -hmm. passing this along to everybody else mm -hmm. so that they are aware to not use any uh, I will. I will also say um, <laughs> you are aware it, it is very difficult to hurt with magic as well it is Quite a powerful foe. Cool. Don't use magic. 
And with that being the action, it is not immune to magic, it is resistant. <laughs> resistant, yeah, but yeah. Hmm, gotta be some only use your most powerful of magics. <laughs> Which eh, people can do they want to do anyways. Um and with that, uh there it is. Um uh, I also want to cast Hunter's Mark on it. Mm-hmm. As a bonus action. Yep. And I feel like that's my turn. Okay, perfect. Are you gonna move or are you gonna stay stay put? Uh I'm just gonna get closer to Finn, but also try to do so without provoking attacks of opportunity on yeah. either it or he's sold. Perfect. Okay. You're uh, getting in closer. And Tatiana. The tiger stalks closer to its prey. This many armed being incorporeal being. <clears throat> I could attack twice or I could do something even sweeter, which is I would like to move 20 feet straight towards the thing and pounce, pounce. on the arm most recently wielding the pent. Perfect. Uh, attack. Now, um, for the mm. pounce action, this is a specific action that mm. the tiger has. Mm. Uh, if it hits with the claw attack, then the target must succeed on uh, DC 14 strength mm. or uh, be knocked prone. Be knocked prone. Perfect. Okay. Um, but it's going to be a double claw attack. Go for it. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. D20 times two. I don't know how to do it. We'll do it once. Yeah, just roll. Because otherwise it'll give you advantage. It'll just take the highest. So just roll once and then roll the next one. Mm-hmm. Ooh, they're, um, they're both... 22s more than enough to hit it twice although okay. you don't feel anything fall under you as you your claws are hitting something you're doing damage but you don't feel it fall down actually i take that back did you do a strength saving throw i did but uh I, I didn't do a second one what's the number it needs to beat 14 it doesn't fall the first time but it does fall the second time Tatiana, you, you see the sword kind of clatter, clatters to the ground. Yep. Mm-hmm. I also get a bite attack against it as a bonus action. You do, and you have advantage because it's prone. Yep. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I still need to do damage for those first two claws, but let's yep. go ahead and get the bite. Yep. Uh, okay, this one's advantage. Come. Yep. Another 16, so that's a 22 again for the bite. Perfect. That is a, you, you can give me the damage for all three when you have it. Okay, great. Uh, as uh, you grab this thing and you are ripping, uh, again, it is like, it's just ice and snow and things, but I mean, you're ripping and clawing pieces out of it and the sword is on the ground um, while you're doing all of this. Uh, perfect. Well, just give me the damage when you have it because it was nothing else for Tatiana, right? Uh, that's it for Tatiana. Let's see. Um, right. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, back around to the top. Uh, Finn. I, oh, yeah. Hmm? Sorry, yes. I just have to, at the start of Isolde's turn, because mm-hmm. uh, she's within 10 feet of my pet demon, mm-hmm. um, has to make a con save. Okay, what's the DC? 12. I rolled poorly. 
Um, she does not make the save. So Isolde is now poisoned until the start of uh, the next turn. Perfect. And that's uh, 40 damage from the tiger. Four zero? Four zero. Perfect. Yeah, you see, you, you are tearing big hunks out of whatever this is, uh, Tatiana. Perfect. Um, let me see here. Uh, Tatiana, give me a charisma save. Tiger's a very charismatic, I should have you know. Very charismatic tiger, yes, that is true. Uh, but according to this, the tiger gets a plus zero. <laughs> well, actually, it's your charisma still. It's your mental stats. Oh, okay. Very uh, charismatic. Tatiana also has a plus zero. <laughs> 17. Uh, hang on. Let's see. Let's double check this here. Sorry. Unfortunately, that is not enough. You needed 18. You see... Isolde, while is fighting here, and turns over and sees what you're doing, and she just says, stop. <gasps> and you all see, out of ice and snow, a prison, a force cage appears around Tatiana, and you are trapped inside. <laughs> but she has her back to you now, Finn, because she turned to do that. Uh, and it is your turn. Uh, doesn't Ferran go before me? Oh, sorry. Let me double check. I apologize. Uh, yes, he does. Sorry. Okay. Um, do you think Ferran will have noticed uh, Fen trying to cast Eldritch Blast and failing? Like he's got a very high Arcana. I don't know if he has if there's such a thing as passive Arcana. I mean, if nothing else, you Fen at any time would Fen have told him that Strahd was her patron? Do you feel like that's something that you would have revealed? I think. I think. Yeah, I think, well, he had was scrying and such, and it was oh, yeah. allowed. Well, yeah. Yeah. Then, then, I, then I will say Ferran would have put together at some point that, yeah, um, yeah that, that he, Strahd can't uphold his end of the deal anymore. Okay, so I'm uh, I'm maintaining concentration on the stone skin I've got on Fan, obviously. Uh, but I will essentially shout out to Fan. It's like, Fan, I would like to formally extend an offer of patronage. And Fen is like in the snow, bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> just, just say you accept. Say you accept. Uh, we'll take All this right. as a le legally binding uh, uh, verbal contract. Just send me terms and conditions later. Oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, by uh, having this conversation, you've already agreed to the terms and conditions. Uh, and so <laughs> and theoretically, love it. Theoretically, that's, as, that's where little warlocks come from. Yeah. As an archmage, uh, he is an archmage, yep. and uh, sort of semi. Uh, for, even... for for a number of reasons, Ferranz Elhonen is capable of fulfilling this pact. In Finn, you do feel the power leap back to life in you. Oh boy, in that case... Yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and say forming a warlock pact costs an action. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, for Ferran or no, for yeah, me? Yeah, for, for, for Ferran, yeah. Be like, yeah. yeah. I used mm -hmm. my action to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, it is your turn, Finn. Uh, again. Then... Isolde is still standing there, but she's turned her back to you as she is uh, trapped Tatiana. And this demon thing is apparently still on her. Before I try this, is she susceptible to Mind Spike? 
you know her to be strong-willed, but you have no reason to believe she's she would be immune. Oh, never mind, because that means I just find her location. Then I'm calling my shadow blade and um, okay. getting in an attack if I can. You can. Actually, I think you uh, have two attacks, don't you? Because it's a bonus yeah. action to call the shadow blade. Yep. It is, you're correct. So, yep. What I level want... are you casting it at? Shadow blade is third level. Perfect. It's going to be 3d8. But first, you got to let's see if you hit her. Go ahead and attack. All right. My other dice are in jail now. <laughs> One is a nat 20. And Woo! what do I get? What do I do add for a bonus on shadow blade? Uh, still, whatever, whatever your plus to attack with your normal sword is. Um, then that is a uh, nineteen on the other one, but one of them is a nat twenty. Perfect. No, that's uh, that's two hits. All right, then she gets two d eight psychic damage on top of any other thing that I do. Oh, it's three d eight. Yeah, no, the, sorry, the, the the sword itself is three d eight. Yeah, that's uh, that's how it works. The shadow blade does three d eight psychic damage. Okay, so the first one is 15 damage, and this is Psychic. Okay. And the next one is 14 Psychic. 15 and 14, okay. You see, as you slam into her, she does just go... You did always like to play rough, huh, Finn? And she I thought you liked that. I'm loving it. And she is like very much not looking in Tatiana's direction anymore, although the cage uh, is still intact. Uh, perfect. Anything else from Finn? Um, no, because I don't think I can do anything. Yeah, because it's bonus action and two attacks. That's pretty much Actu it. Yeah. Is she is she immune to frighten? um because on in form of dread on each of my turn okay. i can force her to make a wisdom saving throw uh what's the dc 13. she is not immune but she does make that save okay then that is all for me perfect uh nahara it is your turn uh okay. tatiana is trapped uh nepenthe is beat up and isold and um finn are still actively doing battle Okay, uh, first I need to, because I took a hit, I need to roll concentration to keep uh, my demon buddy. Okay, you have to roll two, you got hit twice. Oh, in the same attack, so I got a roll. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Two separate right. sources of damage. Okay, uh, so there's a 17 for the first one. Oh, wait, plus, uh, what's my concentration? Um, so 18. Uh, the number you have to beat is 10 plus the amount of damage you took, correct? Is that what I, is that what, I don't know. You know, it's, I've played this game a couple of times and I always mess that up. I'm pretty sure concentration is 10 plus the amount of damage you took, which you would need to be 23. Oh, oh yikes. Okay. So mm -hmm. he is gone. Mm -hmm. Hey, at least I'm honest. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I'm going to fly 30 feet higher in the air to avoid any more arms. Mm-hmm. And I've, I'm going to, I've got three Eldritch Blasts. I'm going to um, use towards that, uh, towards Nepenthe. Exactly. Yep. So that is um, 24 for the first one to hit. So because he's prone, you actually have disadvantage on these. 
because he's prone and you're doing a ranged attack. Melee attacks get advantage. Ranged attacks get disadvantage. Because he's prone. Because he's prone. You can still shoot at him, but it's going to be disadvantage. So that's a okay. 24 and, a, and roll again. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that is a nat 20 for the second one. Well, you've lost the nat 20. But I lost the, the nat 20. The lower roll womp is the 24. and also womp. Womp um, <laughs> additionally womp. That's additionally how womp. he is. Yes. All right. But that is going to be one hit. Yes. Okay. Um, and that is 11 points for that hit. Okay. Which, uh, since he took damage, he's going to have to make a... I don't know if he can be frightened. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and tell you he cannot. Okay. Depends about that life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So second, um, second one with disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that is uh, sixteen to hit. Uh, that is not enough. Okay, third one. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That is a twenty-three to hit. That is enough. And that is ten points. Oh. Excellent. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Okay. All right. Uh, how many hit points does Sven have left? You know, asking for a friend. Oh, no. <laughs> um, 67, if we don't count the 13 temp I get from Dreadform. Oh, no, count that too. So 80 for uh, essentially, right? Unless yeah. or, or, or she already used the Dreadform temp points. Like she has 60. Have those been used? You know what? Not? Those have been used. So 67. Perfect. Okay. Again, oh, no. and also uh, still has uh, stone, stone skin. Yeah. Yeah. Re- resi- but that's re- stone skin is resistance to what kind of damage? Uh, bludgeoning, piercing, slashing, like weapon attacks, basically. Perfect. Because I was resistant uh, to those anyway, and frightened. Perfect. Okay. Oh, well, then I can't. I can't. I, I'm just really resistant. Are you resistant oh. to like bludgeoning, piercing? I have to see what it is. That may be a warlock thing. Right. No, that's Blood Hunter, but oh. it's only when I'm in my hybrid form, not my dread form, so it doesn't count. Okay. Got it. Perfect. I'll maintain. Um, I'll maintain the spell. You see, Nepenth rises up from the ground. Still, this same swirling mass. Then, yes. Isold was useful when she was properly motivated. I know what you fear to lose most. And you see it charges at Desmond. Desmond, what's your AC currently? 15. I have just enough 20s. Let's see. 15, you say? You hear this? I don't like hearing I have just enough 20s to shake that many die at once. Good news is I rolled fairly poorly. The bad news is at least one of those is a natural 20. Okay. So that's the good news? You said, so what you said your AC was 15? Yes. All right. That is oneness. That is unfortunate. Oh, wait, hang on. That is going to be two misses. Uh, B-Dave, can I take yes. an opportunity attack uh, on no. this creature? What, what, what would provoke it? Um, turning away from me to attack Desmond. 
Oh, it's just like a swirling. It's just like a cloud. Yeah. So Gosh, unfortunately yeah. not. Uh, the good news is it misses twice. The bad news is it hits five times. And one of those is a natural 20. Uh, Desmond, I'm going to do this gentlemanly because I, 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 roll, I rolled a whole bunch of things at once. I know you got some mitigation. I need you to uh, choose high or low. Well, even or odd. Choose, 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 choose even or odd. Even or odd. Odd. And I feel like you expected me to choose odd, which makes me immediately concerned. Unfortunately, the result was even. Uh, you're about to do something mitigation-wise or something, I think, because you um, have a I'm significant amount of damage incoming. I'm reading because I did with like Hunter Sense, and uh -huh. I'm trying to make sure that I'm not misremembering, because I feel like it might have just been a, uh, a higher level thing that I was thinking of. I don't think nope. that is nope. directly Not relevant that to what's of. about to happen here. I tried. You did. I tried. Had to attempt. You did. To mitigate some damage. Uh, Desmond, you take 82 points of damage. And what does it? You all see this explosion of just brutality against Desmond. And when the final blow is landed, his body doesn't fall. It lifts off the ground. And you can make out the outline of a hand made out of snow that is still holding him up there as he clearly is unconscious and bleeding from his wounds. <clears throat> Come on then, Finn. Let it out. Let it go. And you see it rotates around to show you Desmond's face as it is holding him there. However, it is Valentine's turn. Valentine, you're aware this thing is grievously injured. Is it still gripping onto um, Desmond currently? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to uh, attempt to uh, entangle it. I'm going to attempt to incapacitate it with uh, Ivard's black tentacles. Perfect. What that is a deck is... save of 15. All right. Let me get all these dice out of the way. It'll be restrained. I actually rolled very poorly. I, I rolled a two. I um, love this. So that it's true. The fate has been on your and only your side during this thing here. You do see the tentacles come up and the multiple arms start moving and trying to shift the sword away, but the tentacles do seem to be holding it in place. And it also it does, does just an 11 it. points of damage. Yep, yeah, roll it. Okay. For what kind uh, of damage, by the way, that is relevant? That is an excellent question. It is... If I had to guess, it's necrotic, but I don't know for certain. It is not necrotic. It's not uh, necrotic. What is that? Bludgeoning. Bludgeoning. Perfect. Excellent. Good old-fashioned bludgeoning. Excellent. Excellent, excellent, Great. excellent. Now that it's dropped, Desmond, uh, mm -hmm. I will fire a firebolt as a bonus action using my sorcery points to make it that. Perfect. All right. That is 24 to hit. That is more than enough. Seven. Uh, great. That is 3d tens of fire damage. Roll it. 21 points of damage. Valentine, it had 19 left. So you hurl this fireball and it shatters. And you hear a scream of rage echo all around you as the sword flips through the air and stabs back into the ground. And the whole ground shakes. But you see, as it starts yelling, as you're hearing this yelling, 
Isolde is yelling too, standing there. She's like, hmm, fine, I will end this. And she turns and starts walking towards Nepanth in the ground. Does anybody say anything? Is the tiger still frozen? Actually, the force cage would be dropped um, uh, when uh, uh, by this. So the tiger would be able to get loose. Mm -hmm. I beg her not to do it. What exactly do you say? Don't. Don't let it take your mind again. She stops and she looks at you. And for a moment, the anger is gone. You see the eyes of the woman you love that you know still loves you. And for the first time, a couple of tears form. We had an accord. A pact was made. I cannot escape it. Until our paths cross again, the carnival is mine. This is my burden. Perhaps I can be of some assistance in that matter. Firanz Alhonen is going to cast Plane Shift. Where do you want to take everyone? The Feywild. Let's go. Hang on while I put my white dress on. <laughs> Good change. You all see for a moment everything ripples violently as you see Nepenthe is trying not to let you go but in his current state he can't stop it and there is a ripple and the ice and snow is replaced by warmth and greenery and you all see yourself appear in the very familiar surroundings of the Witchlight Carnival you smell warm baked bread you feel cooked meat you hear laughing people in games and he sold stands there and you notice nepenthe is actually still driven into the ground there just this place i remember this place oh it's them again that terrible valentine and tatiana who robbed us yeah i don't hope you guys uh, come here to cause any more trouble Oh yeah. Oh, I guess they do see a tiger. Sorry. I do yeah. have one important thing. Question: um, yes. Is is Brother Uriah with us? Uriah is not. Ferranz Alhonen is. I know, but if we did so, oh, during this oh, whole place, did we is... did we leave behind? I leave Brother that up Uriah. To you. I leave that up to you guys. I mean, I, I very I, much I, would be against that. <laughs> I assume I assume Ferran would have tried to keep him close. We established the tensor's floating disc yes. is not concentration. Okay. So yes. Yes. As he cast it, he just sort of put one of his feet back and sort of cut. <laughs> let, the, let the hound jump yeah. on the casket. Yeah. Just you, wanted to make sure. Important, important point of clarification there. You see Witch in Light come running out very frantically. Witch, uh, light in his red and white Maeve's outfit, which in his brown suit holding his pocket watch. Do you know how much trouble we had getting everything running again after you got? And they stop when they see you sold. 
And Isolde looks at them. And all three of them are like, no, 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 no. <sighs> yes. Ah. And you should be bowing to Desmond. <laughs> Desmond's just on the ground laid out. That is I true. run over <laughs> to Desmond. Uh, does someone have any um, uh, healing abilities here? I'm afraid I'm more of a set things on fire sort of fellow. Oh, I do. Uh, Desmond, I think, uh, could use a little medical attention. Yes. Uh, that's right. So he could probably get up so you could all properly bow to your <laughs> witch-like monarch. Um, so <laughs> Nahara will cast Cure Wounds at fourth level. Finn, you can give us in chat how much you heal as you, the breath restores to your lungs, Desmond. Finn, you know, Isolde told you many times that she sealed a pact that she would take the carnival and they would take her carnival. They renamed it the Witchlight Carnival, but her Feywild Carnival, and each would run their establishments until their paths crossed again, which is something she didn't want. And you all know from your interactions with Witch and Light, they didn't want it either. I just kind of look at her from where I'm, I'm like leaning over Desmond. Your pact is fulfilled. You all hear Nepeth just growls. It is so low, you feel it more than hear it. And Witch and Light turn and look at the sword. Oh. Oh, oh dear. Uh, uh, the pact is fulfilled, I suppose. And you see... Isolde looks at you, Finn, and she says, It is. But there is one more thing that must be done. And she reaches out and she grabs the sword. And you see Nepenthe starts to glow brightly red. The people of the Witchlight Carnival slow down and start looking in the direction because the light is so alien here to the Feywild. And the light goes away. And you see Hildy and Eremos looking like you remember. You see everybody. You see Tyndall the Barker, Ollie the Were-Rat, Amelia the Vampire, Charlotte the Fire Eater, the Organ Grinder, and Celeste the Snake. All people you once knew standing there. Like, Did Hildy just age down five years? She didn't. She's still the same age. Eremos okay. did. She did not. Right. But you see when she appears, she stands very still, like she's still invisible. So. We can see you, Hildy. Also, you didn't have to hold still when you were invisible. I've never been invisible before, but it, it, but it worked! You won! You won! Did it, yes! Are we good? You, yeah? Yeah? Y'all like smell all the sweet things. It's all it's so warm. The sun is so big in the sky. Is that how it always is with the yellow and not the clouds and cold? Kind of. I revert to my Tatiana form. I think so. This is what I, I like. You see I, Oh, go ahead, Finn. Go ahead. And mm -hmm. I was just going to approach his souls. She is still standing there holding the sword, looking at it. Isolde. 
You did it. You saved me. Hmm. But at what cost? She opens her hand and lets Nepanth fall to the ground. And she says, There was a pact. My place was there. Now my place is here. If she lets me, I'll go to her and hug her. Both of you are injured and bitten, and she very carefully hugs you back. You were here once before. You you could find a way back, couldn't you? Probably. What am I supposed to do now? I don't have them. I don't have you. I don't have rage. I don't have her to torment me anymore. Zabilda's gone. I, I, who am I now? You've got a long time to figure that out and you still have me if you want me. You all hear Nepenth says out loud again. No, she doesn't. And you all feel the cold come rushing back in again as you are standing back in the carnival. Just the six of you. sold, and everyone else is gone and Nepenthe is driven down into the ground with Witch in Light standing there. Ah, Mr. Witch, Mr. Light, I presume? Yeah. Hmm. It looks like your property has been returned to you, gentlemen. Yeah, I guess it does. Except for the stuff that we stole. We we lost. We lost that. <sighs> oh, no, they got some of their stuff back. They got it back. They turn and look at each other. Well, we could trap them here for all time. After yeah, what but... we've just done, mm. I don't recommend trying it. And it means we'd be trapped here with you. So if it's all the same to you, which reaches out and grabs Nepenthe, which glows and crackles. In the moment he touches it, his mouth opens and you hear Nepenthe's voice again. I'll have my revenge. I took your love from you. I don't take your life because that would actually be a mercy. Get out. And you all feel pushed violently, physically, blown out of the edge of the carnival, back out into the ice in the woods of Lamordia. And that is a good place for us to stop. Stop.